the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jenniferjackson.com. This is Simply for Women. Yes, it is. And I have AngelaUnruh.com with us. Angela Unruh with us. And you can find her at AngelaUnruh.com. And we were talking on the previous episode about the importance of getting a prayer partner. We all need a prayer partner and we grow and praying in groups and how important that is. Just prayer in general and talking to God, building that relationship with God and with his word and allowing it just to minister to our heart more and more in a relational way. And that's so important, isn't it? But I would today we want to talk about calling God Abba and and just growing really close to him. He, he is, you know, you think about God and that is a very big word, so to speak, but we want to talk about God being your father. So Angela, welcome back to the show. I'm so glad to have you here today. Thank you, Jennifer. It's a real pleasure. And I think that this is such an important topic. You know, I talk about fathers a lot and it seems to me that no matter what our father is or was, uh, whether that would be just phenomenal and awesome, and, and there's so many, many incredibly great dads out there, or if your father died, or if you had a father that wasn't you know, up to par, I think that no matter what, at some point in our lives, we have to make a spiritual transition, and the scripture actually says we our hearts cry out, Abba, Father, and that transition is something... Uh, that the Holy Spirit really does in our heart and lives to where God becomes more than just um, something intangible and he becomes our our actual father because we need to rely on him. You know, you think about a good father and as, as good as they are, they can't provide everything that you need and you still need God as father. And, um, and then a father that maybe, you know, wasn't so great, you, those wounds can be healed as God our father. What do you think about that? I agree with you, Jennifer. I think that um, since Jesus taught us that calling God Father is a beginning opening to our prayer, and he modeled that in his personal prayers as well, I think that's really important because our relational um, posture before God is is the basis of why we're addressing him, right? It says in Hebrews that we can approach the throne of grace with confidence and and even as somebody who has prayed and prayed many times, those of us who um, have been in the Isaiah 6 experience where the Lord has begun to reveal himself in, um, in bigger ways than before, our response so often is, is just, woe is me, for I am a man of unclean lips and I mm-hmm. dwell among a people of unclean lips. And our true response when God has revealed himself as he is is for us to understand ourselves as we are, but then it's to understand the relational component that comes between where we have uh, we have a, the Son of God who it says He delights to make intercession for us before the throne, and so He's actually praying for us. It says in Hebrews, and then of course we have these 
um, there's only three times that the word Abba is used in the New Testament, but it is each time Abba is used, and the first time is in Mark where Jesus is on his knees before he goes to the cross in the Garden of Gethsemane. He he cries out and uses that, that term Abba. Mm. And um, when, when he does that, there's almost like this, um, you know, you already know everything I'm going to tell you, Father. I mean, there's this, there's this something that's a little bit further on beyond him using the Greek word for Father. Instead, it's transliterated from the Hebrew or the Aramaic into the sound that would be the letters that would make those sounds in the Greek. And so we but know whoa, that whoa, whoa, Wait, what are those words? What is father in Hebrew or Greek or Aramaic? In, in Greek, it's pater. And so um, it's, it's, it's Abba in that garden setting. And then when we see it again, the other two times in Romans 8, 15, and in Galatians 4, 17, where it says that um, the spirit of his son is in our hearts crying, Abba, Father. Mm-hmm. Then, then those two terms are used together. The this Aramaic term of Abba, and then the the Greek term Father. So we we have that respect that is preserved there. That there's an intimacy that's also with it. Well, and so even today, if you go to Israel, you'll see little children following after their dads, going Abba, Abba, and it's, it's just so precious. Oh, I saw that when we lived there. We lived right around the corner from the Jewish quarter. And so we would always go over to the Wailing Wall. And they have such a sense of family and devotion to one another. It's a beautiful thing to witness. And, yes, I just loved hearing the children, Abba, Ima, Ima, Abba, Abba. So precious. Oh, that's interesting you mentioned that. I love it. So when was the transition for you? So when did... Did, did anything happen in your life, and how did your earthly father relate you to, how, how did that help or hurt you in relating to Abba? Well, I think that there's two two different um, turning point things that happened with me, especially with this, um, with this word Abba. First of all, I came to a point of trust with the Lord where... where I was just pouring it all out, and I was recognizing. I, I told you in our last session that that I had come to a point where I realized it wasn't a quid pro quo thing. Um, God, if I if I obey everything God says, then He's going to do all the things that I want Him to in my life. That's wrong. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and I came to that point um, after I lost my my third little boy at full term. And that so was sorry. a really mm. hard time for me. It was a really hard time. But between when um, between my second and third boy, my second boy had been very, very, very sick. And we he was born um, at, he was born at twenty seven weeks from thirty and he lost down to almost two pounds in the NICU, and he was just on three different kinds of ventilators. It was a very hard time for us, but I realized the level of control that I had been trying to have in my life was not the way that God wanted me to do it. 
And so before I ever went through this even bigger crisis, losing a son, then, and we picked out a grave for this little boy because they had told us you have a 1 in 10 chance of ever bringing a baby home and you need to make some preparations. And so we did. But during that time, I was able to release to the Lord and say, you have complete guidance, direction, sovereignty over my life. And whatever you do, I will follow you. That's beautiful. And, uh, yeah. And so I think that was the first time that, that Abba became a, a point of intimacy with me. I think that's, that's so precious because, Spirit. oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, please go ahead. No, I was just saying that's so precious to me that the key word that you mentioned through this is trust. You decided to yes. to really trust him, even in the pain and even in the suffering. I mean, that's unbelievable heartbreak at, at a whole nother level. And to really trust the Lord in that and to call him father. You Did you realize at that point he was good? Yes, I did. And um, it was I'm, when I'm referring to him as good and thinking of him as good, it was when I'd already gone through this period of surrender with my sick baby who was starting to get well and then um, I was just saying Lord I, I give you everything and I recognize I've tried to control a lot of things and you've shown me that you're in control so we, we all want to know did the sick the sick baby's okay now he is yes he's he's 26 years old now oh so <laughs> that's good he's, He's really, he's really, um, you know, it's a blessing to have him. We remind him far too often that um, there was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears associated yeah. with his survival. Well, we um, have about a minute left. Tell us about yes. intimacy with the Father. You, you gave that trust to the Lord, surrendered to him. How, what are the benefits of doing that? How does it play out? We cease striving and we learn and we know that he is God. And that only happens by the Holy Spirit because the obedience that we, where we live out, I, I know he's got this. It, it gives us another, um, another level of obedience. And Jesus says, if you obey my commands and my father will love you and I will love him and disclose myself to him, the person who obeys me. And boy, oh, I want Jesus to disclose himself to me, don't you? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wow, what a, what a thing for him to say. That's what I want is for Jesus to disclose himself to me. Mm, that's so beautiful. And obeying the Father, we need to obey the Father. Mm-hmm. He's He mm-hmm. is in our corner. He has He has our back. He ha- He He will watch over us. We can trust Him, and you trusted Him in a hard spot, and that's so beautiful, Angela. Thank you for being on the show. That's AngelaUnruh.com. You can go to AngelaUnruh.com to learn more about her. And what a gracious, beautiful guest you've been today. We appreciate your your childlike love for Abba, for the Father. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. I hope you enjoyed the show, and I hope that you will go to JenniferJackson.com. JenniferJackson.com is a place for you to find resources. I have a book for you, and as a thank you gift for being part of the show and for a donation of any amount, I will send you that book. That's Simply Joy, Rain or Shine. You have been listening 
to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.